0: it turns out she's psychic the podcast spiritual musings sometimes
1: amusing i'm tracy and i'm laura Shannon again. Hello. We thought we would use and abuse you while we had you, so we wanted to <laughs> get some more stuff out of you. <laughs> yeah, we're having our sweet way with you.
0: Love um, it. Because a few episodes ago in the episode called It's About Divine Time, we had a wonderful listener called Judy write in, and she had quite a wonderful story uh, to share which was awesome. And in that, when Tracy was having a look at the photos that came along with the story, she um, mentioned um, among other things, there was angels that you talked about, but you mentioned the word elementals and fairies and gnomes and all those things. And um, my eyes lit up like saucers and I want to know more, and Judy wrote in ages ago. Ages ago, sorry, Judy. We are getting to it right now that we've got you, Shannon, and we've got Tracy in the room, so we're going to address what is meant by elementals, mm-hmm. if that's okay with you. Absolutely, I mean, yeah.
1: It doesn't matter. Too bad you're
0: doing it. <laughs> yeah. <sure. laughs> um. So, go for
2: it. <laughs> Over to you. Elementals. Elementals. So they. Govern the obviously the elements, so air, earth, fire, and water. Right. And your air elementals are fairies, and your fire elementals are salamanders, they're called. Uh, your earth elementals are trolls and gnomes. and gnomes, and your water elementals are water sprites. So they're basically energies that work with that element.
1: Um, do you know, in, in some, it's like frozen it... two. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember when I rung you and I was like, Oh my God, you have to go and see yeah, frozen two. It was good too. You're like, really? I'm like, yes, you have to go see frozen two. <laughs> um, and sometimes as well, like I listen to many podcasts on all different random shit, but, um, sometimes you hear people talk about, um, like, um, Bigfoot and, um, the Yetis and things that that they, they call them elementals. Mm. Mm. So I think that there is a bit of a classification of um, earth elementals being of that uh, that supernatural um, sort of realm. Mm. And I think it encompasses more than just the trolls and the gnomes that there I'm are. Sure there's a whole yeah. host of things. We yeah, because when I when I first heard about the Yeti and the the um, who did I just say? The other Big guy, foot. the Bigfoot. <laughs> when I first heard about that, I was like, "Oh, yeah, that makes mm. sense." It made so much sense to me, but I'd never thought about it before when it came to elementals because I just, oh, I've never done too much work with them. I've just always been aware of them
0: because
1: mm-hmm. um, of Earth, Air, Fire, Water. Yeah, just what yeah. it's like. Um, but the most common ones I think that most people would know mostly about would be water sprites and fairies, mm, like air fairies. True. Yeah, yeah. So, talk to us about fairies. What do you know about fairies?
2: Well, obviously they're from the fairy realm and I don't really know that much about them to be honest. Have you had
1: much
0: experience
2: with them ever? Not really. Like I am only just kind of dabbling in the elemental stuff at the moment. Um, I've obviously worked with the elements, but the elementals, um, yeah, like the first kind of, I guess, interest I've had is since we've had this acreage and... I do see an energetic healer, and she did kind of say to me about the elementals there. Uh, we're sussing our family out to kind of see what our intentions were. Wow.
0: Um, I imagine they'd be very happy with well, who's living there now. Yeah, I guess for sure. Be now,
2: but, um, and also even just the spirits of the land yeah. that we were on, um, that we are on, I should say. Um, so, yeah, I think. It's a new realm for me too, like I'm stepping into understanding it more and um, I did read the Findhorn book. So for viewers, I keep saying viewers, you can't see me. (laughs) Well, maybe they can. (laughs) There is um, a book, there's a few books actually, about a place in Scotland called Findhorn which is uh, near Inverness. I think it's even further north than Inverness and Basically this place, they have grown fruits, vegetables, plants there that they should never be able to grow. Oh, okay. So like it's, you know, Highlands of Scotland and they've worked with the elementals and the land spirits to grow like tropical plants and like ginormous vegetables and it's just so interesting. Yeah, I'm intrigued.
1: Yeah. And I yeah. want to do
2: it at my property. I want to grow giant pumpkins. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Um, I wonder if it would taste better as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically
2: about working with, with the elements. With and the, the elements and the elementals and also respecting them, honouring their space. So in this book it was talking about leaving part of your land as wild, like to so don't mow it, don't plant it out,
1: just leave it for the elementals that's what I tell everyone that comes to my house I'm, I'm just <laughs> leaving it for the elementals <laughs> yes. yeah really we're just some fucking time poor but anyway
0: <laughs> are they everywhere then can you call them <clears throat> in to work with them or are they just everywhere anywhere I would say they'd be everywhere
1: yeah yeah they are everywhere yeah um they're they're kind of like portalish as well mm. like the energy's kind of got to be um like a Like a, it's got to be like a, um, an environment that they would want to be correct or an environment that allows them to be there. Like, so where there's wind, there's, there's air spirits, you know, where there's fire, there's fire spirits and you know, it's where there's water, there's water spirits. It's just going to, if it's there, they're there. If it's not there, they're not there.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, but I guess it depends on, on how far you. Want to believe it and go into it because when you start thinking about gnomes and trolls, it's yep. like really, <laughs> really you kind of got me on fairies, but I don't know about gnomes and trolls. Yep, and I guess it's a little bit, a little bit out there. But there are people like I've got a podcast I listen to that talks specifically about elementals. And um, there's a lady on there who I might find her details to be able to put it into the show notes because this was a bit of an on-the-moment decision to do this, so I d- didn't really come prepared with all this stuff. But yeah. um, she, ha- she like, studies elementals and has written books and done papers and theses and all that kind of stuff on elementals. And she talks about them just the way that I talk about dead people. Yeah. You know, she, she goes she sees them. Mm-hmm. She can talk to them. She can understand them. She can work with them. She goes to people's houses and deals oh, with them. That's my Tommy. Be- <laughs>
2: <laughs> sure.
1: Um, yeah. And so like, I mean, who's to say that it's it's not as as simple as the way that I see Where dead she people, based? for example? She's she, she. I think American she was. Or? I uh, she. It was an American podcast. She might have been from the UK, though. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Don't quote me, please. I don't know. I have I don't to find out. I need to call you because
0: we're recording you. Cool.
1: <laughs> Too late, um, but yeah. So the elementals, I guess it's um, you know when I referred to it in that podcast with Judy and yep. her question and her photos, um, the land spirits there were quite quite strong, um, but. I mean, having a look at the other photos that she sent through for me, uh, what I really energetically, um, and spiritually took from them was much more about the indigenous. Uh, and so we were just talking about that off air and Shannon was saying, so that's ancestral and it's that ancestral energy, which was exactly kind of like when they first wrote in, um, and we said, you know, how great would it be for Alex to be surrounded by his ancestors, but that's probably not what that was. Mm. Um, because he had light flares in those in those lights. Um, but talk to us a little bit about what you know about ancestral spirits.
2: Well, there can be ancestral spirits, obviously, to people, um, but also to the land. So, uh, you, know, you know, we live in Australia and we have not inhabited, like white man has not been here for that long. Um, and the Aboriginal culture goes back 65,000 years, as far as we're aware. So, of course, there's going to be very, very strong ancestral um, spirit here and so I think that needs to be respected like where we live I know on our property we're very highly aware um that we're on ancient ground like it's it's not indigenous to us like we were born here but um for our lineage so I'm very hyper aware that it's aboriginal land um, that I live on and we do have plans um we're doing lots of earthworks at the moment and I I am very conscious of the elementals. They're probably not very happy right now that we're moving things around, but it's got to kind of get moved to then create our vision. You tell them though. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah I do. I tell, it I makes do. a difference. It makes a difference. <laughs> I, bet I do. You do I'm tell like, them. really <laughs> sorry, guys, but we've got to move, move some dirt. And um, But yeah, we do plan on having a ceremony uh, with our neighbours and having an Aboriginal um, man who I've been in touch with come out and do a blessing and a smoking ceremony just to, you know, honour, honour the land and... Pay our respects. Pay our respects, yeah, absolutely.
1: considering, you know, like when you were saying how, you know, 65,000 years, you know, we as modern day humans, especially as Australians, many of us don't really use our land other than to put a house, a pool, a driveway Mm. and some cars and a letterbox and a fence maybe. Yeah. Um, But aboriginals they live off the land on the land from the land with the land yeah Yeah. and it's a huge part of their their sacred ritual passages and Mm -hmm. rites and all of those things and and that holds energy you know the trees hold the energy the land hold the water everything holds the energy Mm. the rocks everything and being able to recognize that inside all of that are the elementals as well yeah it's it's a lot it's huge yeah it's energy it's Absolutely. earth energy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, touching on the elementals
2: again, like um, when I was away, I did some study about uh, flower essences mm. and even that's another level of it, about the energy of the plant and working with the spirit of the plant or the rock or the tree. Um, so that was another wow. layer. <laughs> another that's Another layer cool. to it that kind of blew my mind. Um, yeah. So it all kind of ties in. Yeah. There's like a, a whole... Once again. It's a spiral of
1: yeah. the spiderweb things within things.
2: Yeah. So,
1: mm. And what's what's your favorite element to work with? Did we talk about that before?
2: I'm actually um probably water and earth. Mm. Uh water very much so. Uh but obviously earth.
1: <laughs> earth pottery.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're two my two that I'm really really drawn to. Air kind of freaks me out. Weirdly. Same. Ah. Oh. Well, yeah, like, if it's really windy and my kids will vouch for this, I freak out, like, when it's really, really windy day. Same. I'm so on edge. And no, I don't like wind. Do you hide? Yeah, I do. It's it same. freaks me out. <laughs> like, I'm like, no, I don't want to do the wind. Yeah, and I have heard in other cultures they believe it's too much, like, chi or too much energy, and that kind of made sense to me. I was like, oh,
1: yeah, like, that, oh, yeah, that does make a lot of sense. A lot of energy blown around, but... Uh, for me, I feel like it's it's going to stir shit up. It's very mm. disrupting. Yeah, and I don't like it. It's like, no, I've got things going the way I want them. Don't you dare come and stir shit up. <laughs> yeah. I've got it exactly how I need it to flow. Yeah. What's your element, Sarah? I don't know. To be honest, I haven't even really like. thought about it. Not earth. I would pick, Probably you, pick you as an earth. Yeah. Because you like flowers and garden. Mm -hmm. You like to be outside. I do love my garden. Yeah. You -hmm. like to cook. Mm -hmm. And that's a very earthly thing. It's true. You like essential oils. They're earthy and airy, but they're earthy.
0: And that's when you were saying about the um, plant energy with your oils or plant medicines that you were just talking about. Your flowers. Mm-hmm. It's all just energy, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. all really just acknowledging the massive amount of energy that goes into a flower mm. yeah. and well, what that's producing and then you're respecting that and using that. I love that. Yeah, mm. you're quite right on earth.
1: Mm. For sure. Because, you know, like you think about a rose, like it's the highest frequency mm. flower for the colour, the smell. It's kind of just like if you look at the frequencies behind everything. Oh, it's, just, it's so intriguing i love it it really
2: is and also even um like i guess with places like Findhorn, they they grow these plants with respect and love and mm, intention and intention and energy and even when they harvest they will ask permission to harvest <sighs> uh, and that's how i was taught with the flower essences you ask permission to work with that plant or to take petals or to take a flower and i guess it like i'm all very new to it believe me but um it has opened my, my mind up to that, even with my little pot plants. And I'm like, well, oh, hello, mugwort. <laughs> Can, I <have> <laughs> Can I have some leaves? And, you know, just having that respect, it's an exchange of energy. Um, yeah. Yeah. So
1: it's- well, there's that study that was done where um, they grew plants and one of the plants they spoke to every day mm-hmm. and the other plant they didn't. And it was the only difference between the two plants and the one that they spoke to grew quicker, And was more bountiful than the other one. And the only difference was that it was spoken to. Yeah. I thought that was incredible. Um, uh, And... What about when it comes to, um, the flower essence and things like with the meditation stones that you made for Matt and I, um, and you pressed them in and things like that, you know, do you intend on using, um, like merging your flower essences and your pottery? Like, are you planning on merging the elements together and, and Mm. making almost like an alchemy? So I think eventually I will be, um,
2: I don't even have the meditation stones out there yet, Tracy. You were very lucky to get, I
1: know. get
2: my prototypes. But <laughs> um, yeah, the plants and the flowers that I used to press into those, I grew at home. And yeah, that is my big vision, I guess, for the new studio space is to have that witch's garden off to the side where we'll have workshops where you can come and make your own and yeah, play with all the different elements and infuse them into the pottery.
1: Mm-hmm get amongst Mm. the elementals and the elements
2: absolutely so (laughs) i'm still like nutting out details of exactly what the workshop's going to be but it'll be Mm. pagan pagan Mm. pottery (laughs) Mm.
1: sounds awesome mm. and i know with your uh pottery you bring in um like quakes and things like that from your ancestry yeah how important is it to bring in that ancestral uh energy into your rituals
2: I think it's really important because it it connects you to your lineage. So that's something I've been very aware of, uh, especially in the last couple of years. So even with smudging, like asking permission to work with that plant. um, So for me, like white sage is not in my lineage. So if I want to use it, I'll ask permission. Um, But in my lineage is lavender, rosemary. um, And also, I don't know if you know this, but traditionally in Scotland, it's not called smudging or saging it's called saning. so I've I now call it saning when I'm at home um and I'm going to incorporate that into my own workshops about seining
1: yeah so it's
2: trying to um respect the plants and where they're from and yeah my own ancestors and what they would have used
1: what about um when it comes to like when when you just said how sage saging is not in your lineage Mm -hmm. um I totally understand that and yep. and get it uh but i heard spirit say when you said that but you've saged before as in in past lifetimes
2: yeah you have
1: sage so you're really as a witch um observing your current human experience and its lineage yeah as opposed to your soul's lineage true yes just I heard spirit interrupt, and I was just like, "Huh, you clever little chickens! I yeah, have to talk about this while it comes chickens. up because I do know I have saged, yes yeah. in my my past lives." Because when you said you asked permission, I'm like, not one part of me feels that I need to ask permission because mm. I know it's something so natural to me that I have done so many times yeah. in so many parts of who I am. But I have a very almost identical lineage to you. Yeah, you do yeah. when it comes to DNA, mm-hmm. uh, and saging for me feels like second nature yeah when I found it it was just like oh thank fuck (laughs) finally it's here finally I get it finally I understand yeah Mm. so that's really cool like to to research and to think about too like Mm. even though you're it's that layer again it's the web again it's like well in this lifetime I'm going to honor this and I'm going to observe other traditions mm. but also use these rituals and tools because on some level my soul knows them and is drawn to them as well.
2: Definitely. And I think that's why people are drawn to different things yeah. and, and why you don't resonate with other things. Um, there's so many things. Oh, there's, there's, there's a ton of them out there. Um, so, yeah, I guess it's being aware of what would be in your lineage and then maybe being aware of what you're attracted to and trying to understand why. And because mm. you know col- cultural appropriation is a big, a big issue. Um, so for me, yeah, just a quick like check in, sit with whatever you're going to use, whether it's Tibetan bells or, you know, whatever, and just sit there and and have a moment and ask like, is Your this intention? okay? Yeah. yeah. Am I, you know, do I have permission? Can I use this? Is this right to use this? And you'll know, you'll know straight away. Um, mm.
1: Yeah. I think one of my favorite things about talking to you. um, in these two episodes really is just how much of what you do in your day-to-day life brings people to the present moment. Yeah. Like everything that you're doing is being at one with what you're doing when you're doing it. You can't be asking permission for the mugwort Mm. uh, if you're not in that moment with that energy. And I think that's like, that's my favorite thing out of all of this. And I think for me, I'm going to go straight to reading that witch book by Lisa Lister because I'm intrigued to that, that present moment, um, sort Mm. of, I guess, force to, to find a way to do that because in, in what I do a lot of the time, it's, it's trying to find people's, um, points of weakness where they will fall off the bandwagon or they'll know exactly what to do and not do it. Yeah. Um, and what is their motivator and what is their leverage And I think that what I try and get people to do first is bring them to the present moment. And so for, for, for a lot of people, especially people that um, are around me and are interested in what I do, that may be suggesting to them to maybe observe um, this way of, of life or Mm -hmm. even just to tap their toe in it and, and see how they, how they feel with it or it feels good, like the way it feels for us when we found what it is, that's just something that feels natural to us. Um, that this might be a way for them to connect to that present moment. Well there's so many ways you can do it too like I
2: I don't even realize how much I do mm. do that throughout my day. Um I was only talking to my husband recently we were talking he was saying how um in our new garden that we're planning to build we want to do an altar to be able to do offerings to the land and the spirits and um and I was saying to him oh like I when I hang my washing out I hang them hang out and then I stand there while I'm, I've, I've got like a hill's hoist and I wind it up. But as I'm winding it up, I shut my eyes, I connect in and I thank Mother Earth for holding me and thank you, Father Son, for drying my clothes today. And I shit you not, I have the best record of getting my washing in before it rains. <laughs> like I get this inkling, like get it in and then it'll yep. pour down five minutes later. But it's just having that respect and that They've um, got your gratitude back. and being mindful. Mindfulness. And yeah, present
1: mindful. to recognize that drop in temperature. Like I, my thing is fire mm-hmm. and water, but definitely not air and earth even though i'm an air <laughs> sign but anyway um for me i know fire and i know water like no tomorrow and i can feel the drop in one degree temperature and then i can i can smell rain before anyone mm. else even knows it's coming How and i does it smell oh, smells it. and i smell that smell before anyone knows it's gonna like it's before there should be the smell of rain i smell it it's like the smell of death i smell death before there's death it's weird but um I feel it also just in me. I feel that I know that that it's going to be hot, or I know it's going to rain. Like it's mm. just a, a present moment of self and connected to my physical being, that holds the the heat and the water. Yeah. Do you feel that? Do you ever feel that connection? Yeah, definitely. Like I feel because you're a water person.
2: I am. I am. I go to the beach a lot, and that's like a cleanser for me. So I, but I once again, I have that intention. I go there stand my feet in the sand, connect. And then when I dive in the water, I always have that intention of like purifying, washing away and also being held. So um, I had an amazing experience last Monday. Uh, I went down to Forrester's Beach and you know, I was laying there and really feeling held, um, held by you know, floating. The, great, the Great Mother, yeah, and floating away and this massive sea eagle, flew overhead and just done these circles around me and I felt like I was the only person on the beach and That's other people moment. saw it, of course. It wasn't just for me. <laughs> <laughs> sure? But it felt like that. It was amazing. And wow. I was, yeah, so just I guess it's being aware of your surroundings and aware of, once again, back to the wheel of the year, aware of what's going on mm. seasonally and stepping outside and noticing the signs and noticing what's going on around you rather than just getting around with... yeah. And the way,
1: the the way, like we, we talk about the way that spirit speaks to you, the way the universe speaks to you, the way that mother earth speaks to you, the way that the elements speak to you. um, And now we're sort of talking about the way that your ancestors speak to you as well through, through those things, all of those things Mm. as well, you know, with our recent um, fires and floods, you know, there was all of this chatter and um, chat about um, how, if we were to uh, honor and observe uh, the indigenous way of the land mm. that they would have backburned. They would have prepared for this. They would have known about it. They would have ensured this didn't happen. Yeah. And you just think like that, that wisdom is there. You've just got to stop for a freaking second mm. and pay attention and connect and feel it like feel into things rather than just think, you know, it and charge ahead. Yeah. They just feel it. Mm. Definitely. Acknowledge it. I think that's probably the most beautiful thing out of the witch the, mm. the which side of things,
2: in it's my opinion. Being connected, connected mm. to, like, understanding that you are connected to it all. Um, you know, we've built these houses and buildings to live in, and we feel like it's us and then nature outside. Inside, outside. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We've, I think we've really lost touch with, no, like, we actually should be living out there <laughs> in that <laughs> and living in sync with it.
1: That happens on a flu, le- a flu, a few levels too. Though, like you think about our body externally and our body internally, mm. people will go and get the Botox and the lip fillers and the injections and the tummy tucks and build their muscles and everything. But then they're then they're, they're smoking or they're drinking themselves into oblivion or they're taking drugs or they're not eating properly or they're eating too much or whatever it is. So like just because you can't see your inside. Mm. And you can only see your outside, that's the physical side of things. But then, what about your emotions? Like, we'll walk around with a smile on our face and say, Yeah, I'm fine, but then on the inside, be really not fine. There mm-hmm. is such a mirror of inside and outside in all layers. Again, it's the layering, yeah, in all the ways that we see the yin and the yang. Yeah, well, in witchcraft, there's a a saying which is, Um, you know, as, as within,
2: so without, mm-hmm. as above, so below. Yeah, and it's so true, mm-hmm. it's everything is a mirror of, and so it is. Mm and so it is
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> is that a wrap Laura? that's a short and sweet one everybody that was beautiful thank thanks you again, so much Shannon.
2: thank you
0: thanks for your My pleasure oh like share subscribe to all those podcasty things that join help the tribe
2: us
1: get around join the riv tribe and head on over to a- at asher moon Designs. Yes.
2: Yes, on Instagram, Asher Designs yep. or Shannon Cottrell Photographer for yep. the
1: Oracle Cards. Yeah, check it
2: out. Check it out. This
1: little magical witch toolmaker over here. <laughs> <laughs> She's a force.
2: Oh, look, I'm still learning. I'll be learning when I'm 85. And that's what I shot. love about
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, do we want to announce something a little bit special before we go?
2: Oh, why not? Never, go for it. You can, it. you can do it. You can do it. Oh, we are going to start a new podcast called "The Medium and the Witch." Yes, to demystify and debunk and chat and chat, teach, yeah, and, and yep.
1: just grow and um, you know follow you on your journey of of being a witch and and all there is to that and take people along along that journey. Yeah, all things esoteric and yeah.
2: Sounds so cool. Earth, yeah,
1: earth magic. And, yeah, yeah. And we'll do some ritual stuff. Absolutely,
2: and... lots of ritual stuff. Yeah, because I love the rituals. It's mm. my jam.
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna be <laughs> sitting there just happening? going, "Oh, soon we, See soon, yeah, okay. yeah." Stay tuned. We've got the important stuff ha- ha- like done, like the cover art and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's that fun the fun stuff. <laughs> nice. Well, for me, I'm like if I can if I can start energy happening, and I can see something. That's the first thing that I'll usually do because I know it's going to happen. Like yeah. it's just my cement. I, it makes it happen. The minute that I start making it real energetically outside of me, mm. it's happening. Mm. It's that inside outside. That inside outside on England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales. <laughs> Thanks,
0: guys. I'm going to take these two girls out to dinner Yay. after I save this podcast and hopefully not wipe it. <laughs> <laughs> you can We're do it. have had a few start-stops just now. But it's been interesting.
1: Yeah. Okay, Good night.
0: take care, everybody. Bye.
1: If you'd like to send us one of your ghost stories or if you have a question for me or for Laura, send us a Gmail at TOSPsychic at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at...